This is Speaking of Teens. I'm Ann Coleman. Thank you for being here today. Today's episode is a bonus episode. So if you're new here, the regular episode is a deeper dive. It's a single topic format and it comes out every Tuesday. But in this, our bonus Friday edition, I'll bring you a handful of news items that impact you as the mom of a teen or tween. Today, I want to first draw your attention to one of the latest deadly social media challenges so you can have a little chat with your child. Some kids call this chroming, which is sort of a catch-all word for inhaling toxic fumes from everyday substances to get high. They may feel this really euphoric feeling, but it goes away really quickly, which means a lot of kids start doing it over and over again, and it can quickly become a habit. Now, this isn't a new thing, but it is apparently pretty new all over social media, and it appears to be more prevalent in younger kids, like middle school age, 12, 13 years old, because these things are just easier to come by. It's easier for them to get. They can get them in their own home. They use things like aerosol deodorant, permanent markers, glue, nitrous oxide, cleaner. It's a really dangerous game. And chroming, or whatever they call it, can cause asphyxiation, strokes, brain damage, cardiac arrest, and even death. And now deaths are much less frequent, but they do happen too often. A 13-year-old girl in Australia died a couple of months ago after spending eight days on life support from going into cardiac arrest after chroming deodorant. And it was part of a challenge. Her parents are certain that it was on social media. So you need to be aware that there are several methods that kids use to inhale these substances to get high, and this will help you kind of just keep an eye out for paraphernalia. Huffing, and that's usually what it's called, actually, that's what I've heard for years, huffing, it actually requires them to put the chemical on a cloth and then hold the cloth over their nose and mouth to inhale it. And bagging is where you put the substance in a plastic bag, like a Ziploc, and open it up and inhale it. And then there's sniffing or snorting, which is just, you know, sniffing it, inhaling it directly from the container. Now, one of the most popular things that they use is nitrous oxide, also called laughing gas, or whippets, gnaws, and hippie crack. Again, it's nothing new. People have been doing this for years, but it's always new to the young kids coming up. And now that there's TikTok where they can start these idiotic challenges, it seems like, you know, oh, it's something new and fun. There's a 22-year-old from Seattle who is one of the most active posters on TikTok promoting the use of whippets. And on TikTok, it's known as whip talk. And he gets millions of views on his account. This kid was quoted in the New York Times saying, it's definitely more like relevant now. And he was talking about how often you now see these whippets in um, musicians and other people's IG stories. It's been an enormous problem in the UK and Australia with kids reported to have burst lungs and become so addicted to it they may never walk again. And experts from all over the world say they have seen an uptick in the abuse since the pandemic. 
you know, dentists use nitrous oxide. It's the gas, the laughing gas that they give you before you have your shots in your mouth, if you're like me and your chicken. And it comes in these large tanks. And then it's also used to boost power in the car engine, as in the Fast and the Furious. People who have access to these big tanks, they'll take balloons and fill them with this stuff and then sell it to the young people to inhale it from the balloons. And that's generally like at big parties and festivals or raves, something like that. And teens tend to believe this stuff is safe because it's used at the dentist's office. And it's so easy to purchase. These little smaller silver cartridges of nitrous are used in whipped cream containers that you buy at the grocery store. And it propels the cream out of the can. And kids have been known to buy whipped cream and then take the can apart to get to the nitrous, which is also really dangerous in and of itself because the can can explode. Now, some states like New York have banned selling nitrous to people under 21, but unfortunately, in states where it's not yet been made illegal, kids can still buy these cartridges, sometimes they call them chargers, and they can buy them in a variety of places, like smoke shops and convenience stores even, I think. So... Even if it is illegal in the state, kids can also probably get around the laws by buying them online. You can get them easily on Amazon because they're legitimately used for chef, by chefs and caterers for dispensing things like whipped cream. So they're readily available. Now, I'm not sure if the sellers are required to check ID and decline a sale to buyers under 21 if they you know, reside in one of these states where it's illegal for minors to purchase the cartridges. But in looking at the law in New York, for example, it seems to only apply to people buying it in a store, like in person. So start the conversation by asking your teen if they've ever known anyone to sniff or inhale or huff anything to get high. Ask them what they think about that. Have an honest and open, non-threatening conversation about what's going on in their world and let them know what scares you about this. Tell them what you know about the stuff. And the warning signs you can watch for include like distorted sight and speech, even cognitive issues, you know, not thinking right or hallucinations, a lack of coordination, weakness, numbness. And with any type of substance use, watch out for sudden changes in personality, mood and other behavior. And be on the lookout for those little silver cartridges, pressurized cans, balloons, random washcloths, stinky Ziploc bags, and anything that they wouldn't normally have or use. Now, let me tell you about something my husband brought to my attention this week about a drug that no doubt you've seen advertised in commercials, Ozempic. It's a type 2 diabetes medication that was approved by the FDA for that purpose in 2017. But soon, patients figured out there was a pretty positive side effect, weight loss. So the FDA approved it at higher doses for treating obesity in adults and teenagers. The medication goes by a different name, though, when it's used for weight loss. It's called Wegovy, W-E-G-O-V-Y. The active compound in Ozempic or Wegovy is semaglutide, which is a known GLP-1 receptor agonist. What that means for diabetes is that it enhances glucose-dependent insulin secretion and lowers blood glucose. But GLP-1 receptors in the brain also affect reward pathways, the reward system. 
So without getting too much into the weeds, the manipulation of this GLP-1 has been shown to be effective in animal studies for decreasing cravings for foods, cocaine, amphetamines, alcohol, and nicotine. And people who have used the drug for diabetes and for weight loss have reported the same result. It curbed their cravings for the other things they were addicted to. And although those cravings will likely return when a person quits taking the medication, experts are saying it could be a great therapy for certain people with tough addictions. They warn, though, that this is just one piece of the puzzle. Additionally, the American Academy of Pediatrics has recommended that doctors consider adding weight loss drugs, such as Wegovy, to treat some obese pediatric patients. And there are doctors on both sides of the fence here, those who caution against it because we just don't know the long-term effects of those things, and people who feel the negatives of obesity, including disease and premature death, outweigh the risk of using the drug. Vaping, the giant thorn in the side of moms of teens all over the world. Did you know that almost all of Latin America, India, and Thailand have banned vapes altogether? Japan has banned vaping nicotine products. Over 100 countries and jurisdictions have banned vaping. And although the UK nor the US have jumped on the bandwagon, did you know that almost all of Latin America, India, and Thailand have banned vapes altogether? Japan has banned vaping nicotine products. Over a hundred countries and jurisdictions have banned vaping. And although the UK nor the US have jumped on the bandwagon, Australia has. It's the latest country to join a growing list of countries who are fed up with the normalization of kids walking around addicted to nicotine. The Australian government hasn't banned vaping outright. It is, however, banning all single-use disposable vapes, all candy flavors, and making all other vapes available only with a prescription and with packaging that makes it look like a prescription device. So it's only people who are trying to stop smoking cigarettes that can get a prescription. They haven't announced when the new law will go into effect, but they soon will announce that. In 2020, there were a reported 2,800 cases of vaping-related lung injury and 68 deaths in the U.S., and it's been found that even those vapes that are supposed to be nicotine-free can actually contain large amounts of nicotine, not to mention the formaldehyde and all these other harmful chemicals. The lithium battery-powered devices have also been known to cause fires, one that recently burnt down a family home in England. Teachers are seeing the effects of vapes on kids in their classes who can't sit still long enough to wait for class to dismiss so they can take a hit off their vape. The sneakier ones are learning how to tuck it up under their sleeves and hit it at their desk. Of course, it's illegal for teens to purchase vapes, but that doesn't stop them. There's always someone willing to sell them one or walk in a store and buy it for them. Big Tobacco did it again. They made a target out of our kids. They made these cute little colorful sticks that they said were harmless, sweetened and packaged them like candy, and crossed their fingers that addiction would soon follow. And it did. Will laws like Australia's help or just produce a bigger black market? I guess we'll find out but I certainly hope the U.S. and the U.K. will soon follow suit. (music) 
All right, that's it for this week. Thank you for listening and please follow where you're listening so you won't miss anything. And if you haven't yet, please join our Facebook group where we talk about the podcast topics and all things teens and tweens. You'll find the link right there where you're listening along with the resources for the information in today's episode. Until next Tuesday, have a great weekend and go hug your teen.